You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to the Jim Jeffrey Show podcast. Let's sing a song. It's the Jim Jeffrey Show podcast, rocking through the universe on a spaceship. And we're on that spaceship right now, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to record this podcast. It's a very important podcast. Um, before I start, I want to introduce the co-hostess with the mostest, Forrest Shaw. How are you today, Forrest? Uh, I'm fine, thanks. I'm not a host co-hostess <laughs> though. But what's wrong with being called co-hostess? Well, Feminizes me. Oh, I don't. No, that doesn't. That doesn't have feminist overtones. No feminist overtones. A hostess. You would say a host or a hostess. (laughs) No, because it's the co-hostess with the mostess. I wanted to say mostess. If I said the co-host with the most, that would have still worked. Yeah, it would have. Anyway, so (laughs) so the co-host with the most. Please welcome Forrest Shaw. Hi, Forrest. How's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. So Forrest is here. We also have Suba. Suba's here. I always try to say, Suba's one of our writers. I try to say her second name all the time, but I don't think she can pronounce it. Give it a go. A girl. I can say my last name. It's my first name that I've been told I don't say correctly. You don't say Suba, right? <laughs> no. Should it be Suba? No, they, it's like Suba. Like, Suba. I guess, but that sounds weird. I don't know. Well, my name is actually pronounced Jime. <laughs> Jime Jerk Freeze. Suba was on the first podcast uh, that we ever did, right? It yeah. was it was you and Matt Kirshen. And, I feel and, like Suba was on and, the first podcast ever. <laughs> Just to look at her, I feel like she invented podcasting. I yeah. feel like this that seems racist to me. <laughs> Why? I didn't know. Like I'm saying that only podcasts came from India from some special <laughs> Indian cave. So she was on the first podcast, the first Jim does, Jeffrey Show podcast. Does India ever. have caves? I mean, is that super racist to ask that? Surely they have caves. Yes. I don't know if it's racist to ask if a country has caves. <laughs> I, I, no, I just feel like every country has caves. Like, <laughs> gay, gay, uh, answer me this. Name me a culture without caves. Bora Bora. Oh, yeah, Bora Bora. We're going to talk about that later. Bora Bora is <laughs> caveless. Cave. No, I feel like Bora Bora has caves, but it's just lovely caves with mm-hmm. oceans. I'll tell you one so. place I'm sure has caves. Thailand. Beehoop. That was because the soccer team was caught in a cave. Oh. Oh, you can all fuck off. They all lived. What are you angry at me for? I'm not angry. No one's angry. Well, I'm sure I'm sure the parents of the SEAL team. What, they call him a Navy SEAL, the guy who died. What, what SEAL team was that? SEAL Team 14? I've never heard of the Thailand SEAL Team. Nah, they're just like, I think, retired SEALs hanging out in Thailand or something like that. Is that yeah. what that was? I don't know. I'm just making you sure. don't want to see the <laughs> You don't want to see the Canadian SEAL team. They all have clubs in their heads. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was, that was, that was pretty good. Uh... I'm going to take credit for that. Okay. Uh, I'm Jim Jeffries. And if you're listening to the show, uh, please listen to my, uh, please watch my new comedy special that is out on Netflix. That's a channel that um, people watch. Uh, it's on this, it's called This Is Me Now. And it's on Netflix. And uh, it's getting cool. good, good uh, it's getting It's getting good response. Normally I get a lot of like you libertad cuck fuck type of comments. Yeah. And people have seemed to be pretty nice. And if you, if you, if you don't agree with my politics, there's very little politics in there. 
So you can watch that. On July 27th, I'm at Southern Alberta Jubilee Auditorium in Calgary, Alberta. So if you live there, sorry, you probably need some joy. Come and watch me. Uh, July 28th at the Club Region Event Centre in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And July 29th, I'm at, how the fuck do you say that? Conexus. Conexus or Conexus? Hmm, I think if you live there, you know what it is. Conexus Art Centre. Shirley Bell Theatre in Regina, Saskatchewan. The Shirley Bell. Who's Shirley Bell? Uh, Shirley Temple's uh, nephew. Yeah, so what happened was... That didn't even make sense. The whole family just called everyone Shirley and they had different second names. What are they, the fucking... They the Kim family? Uh, That's what I always thought about. Okay, another August 10th and 11th at the Mirage, Las Vegas. We're going to get fucked up, Forrest. We're going to be back at the Mirage. We're going to be in that fucking nice hotel room, ordering room service that we want. And to the people of Saskatchewan, I'm just as excited to see you. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be hot as shit in Vegas, though, so stay inside. Yeah, it doesn't matter to us. I'm going to invite Scott, our producer, and his wife, Wendy. We're (laughs) going to get fucked up, aren't we, Wendy? Yeah. Wendy got upset by one of the jokes I said today on the show and she reprimanded me after we got off. She came and pulled me inside. Mm. And what happened, I tried to get through um, calling women bitches in one thing, which I regret in many ways. And then Wendy said, what did you say, Wendy? Don't call women bitches. And that was very bitchy of you, Wendy. (laughs) And and so so we're probably not going to do the bitch take. God, Wendy, if looks could kill... I'd be killing everyone. I'm very handsome. <laughs> now, now, what, what happened was, um, uh, what was our first act about for us? Uh, well, you know, we always skip over this one part, so let me remember to do this. Since um, Do I have to read an ad for us? No, not an ad. It's like, do we notice the changes in the title sequence? We always skip over this part. We never talk about it. So for people that want to know, this one was pretty obvious. Uh, the In the title sequence, Trump was a big baby balloon. It was like the balloon that they made for him in England, and then he was, who was he with in that? Was that... Uh, um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to wink at a girl sitting over the room like yeah, I've great. got a strike. Glad you're paying attention. Uh, <laughs> so the one person out there that like, gives a shit. And um, there was a woodchuck chasing Paul Ryan because his car got eaten by woodchucks. Glad we did that, that we never do. That really worked out did, good. I, I no. didn't know about that. I didn't know about that. Is this a news story? So woodchuck, 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 chuck, wood? Yeah, it was like uh, his whole car got like eaten by woodchucks. I guess it's like a it's like a car he doesn't use that yeah. often. I don't know how long it takes for a woodchuck. All right, so to... Beverly, answer me this, right? If uh, uh, you're really uh, jumping around, she today, was huh? no. She's Wendy. I, I, we have a thing where I forget her name and she remembers it, and then I choose not to. <laughs> anyway, so Beverly, right? If a female woodchuck ate your car, would you call that woodchuck a bitch? Yeah. Ah, oh, what are you using that type of term for? <laughs> Fucking hurtful to the Chuck Wood people. Um, so anyway, the, the Chuck Woods over the winter. Oh, the fucking Chuck Woods live down the street. They're a fucking <laughs> bunch of cunts. They're bringing property prices down. You don't want to have Chuck Woods in your fucking neighborhood bringing down your support beams. Carry on. Um, they're related to Shirley Bell, I'm pretty sure. So the uh, House Speaker Paul Ryan says his car was eaten by woodchucks. 
Furry how? How? The He's furry been... rodent spent the winter munching on the congressman's suburban, which had been parked but, at his mom's house in Wisconsin. So. But was he suburban built by, built in wood? No, I Can think, woodchucks no, no, go no. through metal? I mean, they'll just they'll chew through whatever they want. They were probably living there in the winter because it was warmer, you know, and they just like hung Honestly, out there and Honestly, the most chewed surprising part of that story is that Paul Ryan has a mother that still talks to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hurtful. <laughs> uh, some of the car parts are delicacies. Apparently, they're attracted to radiator fluid. That kills most animals. I'm telling you, uh, that's why I drive a Tesla, to stop the woodchucks from chucking wood. <laughs> The species of marmot that uh, Bloomstein studies around the Rocky Mountain Biological Lab in Colorado. Blah, blah. Uh, we, we've got marmots climbing in cars and being driven around and sometimes getting killed and eating cars and destroying wiring. Evelyn, what type of car do you drive? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, explorer. explorer. Do you ever explore with it? Do you ever wish that you had there a you husband go. who was really successful so you could have a nice car? Oh, <laughs> Her husband, Scott, he co-created the show. Like, how much creation is involved in this show? It's like, we put Jim Jeffries in front of a camera. He's hysterical. My name's Scott. I got her almost the top-of-the-line model of the Explorer, though. Well, so. what, what brand is the Explorer? What, 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 Ford. Oh, it's a Ford. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every, every girl dreams. Yeah, I when, got the mid, when, middle when upper. sitting there going, I hope I can meet a guy who gives me a Ford. It's a 2017. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? Okay, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, in uh, Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park, if you're entering marmot country. <laughs> marmot. I love marmot. Yeah. It's like Vegemite, but not quite as good. They recommend against the chicken wire strategy. I guess you put chicken wire under your car to prevent it from going in. Oh, I so, put that around my genitals. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> to keep the woodchucks No, to, to stop me from getting in. <laughs> <laughs> really fuck my dick up, man. Yeah, that would hurt. Uh, so they've learned to get around the wire, so now they advise washing your car and then completely wrapping it in a tarp. <laughs> what the fuck? I love Here's a picture of a car wrapped in a tarp. Come on. Yeah, Who's going to do that? That, that <laughs> is a car wrapped in a tarp. <laughs> there you go. If it's you're going to go hiking. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's bad for racing. Suba, Saba, I don't know how to say it. I say it better than you do. Saba. Oh, God. No, it's what type of, Suba. All right, all right. Saba dabba ding dong. What, what type of car do you drive? Um, I have a Ford Fusion. Ah, yeah. See, that's. <laughs> Tell them about your car. It's you, not even your car. It's a rental, right? It's a rental, You could yeah. marry Scott and you get the same fucking result. <laughs> Why don't you have a nice car? We pay you well here at the Jim um, Jeffrey Show. Why don't you have a nice Suba, car? Suba pretends like she doesn't live in Los Angeles. This is what her, because she likes New York better than LA, so she pretends she lives in New York and then just temporarily is in Los Angeles, even though they're going to be here that for must, 45 weeks That must year. hurt your Tinder profile. <laughs> like, I'm on holiday. Swipe right. I'll be around. And you know this is true because she hasn't even said one word in rebuttal of this yet. That's exactly so yeah. Yeah, why? Because we always go, I hate New York and you love New York. I love it. I hate it. I hate it. It's, over, it's overpopulated, but now that I know that you live here, maybe it's not. <laughs> I was most of the train delays. Um, I honestly, it's mostly just the, well, I wouldn't affect you at your level, but it's mostly like the stand-up scene. New York is just so much better for club spots and stuff. Oh, like don't be silly. You don't get fingered by New York. <laughs> <laughs> and our first and, edit. And, and, right. and, uh, and if, uh, if uh, listening, you know that's factual. We're mates, but come on. You're the only guy who does that sober. I don't know this. I no, no, I meant to that? say Suba. <laughs> what is it? Does he have a reputation for fingering? 
ever. No, I mean, no, he's, no. he's good with the ladies. No, he's good with the ladies. Ladies uh, love the. But no, he doesn't, he doesn't drink or do drugs. Or he doesn't drink or do or drugs. He just really likes the girls, yeah. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty. I don't know why we cla- I, like, clarify. He, he, like he doesn't drink or do drugs. He, he still likes women. Okay, okay, a, okay. But just to clarify, drug. I don't want to say anything bad. <laughs> but can you name someone else who doesn't drink or do drugs and is obsessed with women? Our president. <laughs> you didn't let us answer. There's something <laughs> evil about it. There's something evil about it. I, I hate women when I'm sober. <laughs> Luckily, I'm drunk right now. <laughs> no, like, so why don't you move to LA for a long time? <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about the first act. We talked about uh, masculine. We did not. No, we did not. That was the second act. Uh, act one, try again. There's only three acts. Four acts. See if you can get what act one was. Get me a drink, Jack. What was the first act? Let's see if you can do it. Anyway, that was me pushing a can down the road, which is basically Jack's life. Anyway, so the first act was about how America is no longer number one. Am I close? That was that, you got it. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. All right. So I mean, we, it's I mean, yeah, it's exploring the fact that and, we it, like and it's also things. it's also because later on in the show we had Bill Burr and Bill Burr got all complaining about America being number one. It's it's this whole thing that as a foreigner. I don't ever get okay. I get being number one. I never have understood the want to be number one. I grew up in a country that was number twenty-seven, and we all did perfectly fine. What do you, as Americans, and if you're sitting in your fucking car right now and you're in traffic in your fucking Ford Explorer because your husband doesn't fucking work hard enough, what do you get from being number one? Do you, is your life any better? And and like. And like, I, I okay, I understand the the premise of being number one, but what I don't understand is why you enjoy it. Answer this, American people. I I want to say something first of all. You act like Australians are humble, and uh, like no. No, there's no ego, and you're not saying you. Every time I'm in Australia, I'm like. Biggest, yeah, Sydney Harbour, biggest harbour in the world. Did you know that? The food's better in Australia, which I agree with you. I think the food is better. But okay, you've just you mentioned, gotta, you've you just mentioned two facts. No, no. You mentioned okay. actual fucking yeah. facts. Shrimps. Biggest harbour in the world. The food is better. Fucking fact. But, and when you say American is number one, that's an arbitrary fucking no, 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 feeling no, 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 no. that the you food, can't say. The food is arbitrary. Here's, yeah. here's a fact. Okay. Australia has no national debt. You're in debt to Australia for a trillion fucking dollars and your country is so fucking in debt. And then you go, oh, but it's still better. Is it, Forrest? I'm not saying we're better. Is but I'm it? Just saying, I just like when you say we we're we in other countries, we just sit around and we're all humble and we get No 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 no, 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 no. campfire. Austra- Australians yeah. are the most arrogant people in the world. When yeah. when Australians travel, the difference between Australians and Americans is when you travel, you're like, why doesn't everyone love us? People should love us, we're wonderful. People should fucking love us. And when Australian travels, they're like this, well, everyone loves us, whether they do or don't. <laughs> Australians are the most arrogant bunch of people on the planet. Huh. If we were any worse, would be from New New Zealand. <laughs> I don't think New Zealanders are arrogant, are they? Or are they? Did you just they like shouldn't them? be. Uh, we, I think there's a New they Zealander should, here. We, I know. I mean, we have a New Zealander here. It's good to see you a walking kiwi. on two legs, cunt. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, it turns out America isn't number one in everything. I think a number one economically still in obesity. I think those are no, yeah. you're not number one economically. GDP, yeah. 
there's like I think he's making gr- up gross domestic there. pride. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what a GDP. <laughs> I sorry I haven't graduated from the University of Florida. <laughs> mm, didn't go there. But uh, where, did, where did you go? Ithaca College. Even worse. Ithaca sounds even worse. <laughs> I didn't know that you're an Ithaca graduate. If you marry well, you'll get yourself an explorer. No, the Ithaca. <laughs> Ithaca College is a real school, but in Road Trip, that DJ was in it, there's Ithaca University, so that's like our claim to fame. That we're no, not that you, that you, that you, yeah, you, that's, you. That's not good. You were from the movie. <laughs> hey, hey, Subaru, you, you a college graduate? Yeah. What, you, what did you graduate in and where? Uh, actuarial mathematics. At that's the, not a thing? <laughs> that's not a thing? I know a little bit about your culture. It would be spelling bee. <laughs> It's, Wait, you have a degree in actuarial mathematics? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, sciences and mathematics, but it's like... From where? Exactly. University of Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's it's basically... University of Pittsburgh? <laughs> they're the most racist fucking people Oh, they're world. super racist. They're super racist. <laughs> Pittsburgh's the worst. Oh, and I'll be there in fucking January next year. Come and see my show at the Pittsburgh N-Word Theatre. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait. That's Matt. the name of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. Anyway, so you, you studied, you studied maths or something? Yeah, it's like math with a focus on financial modeling and statistics mm. and econ. That's not a real thing. Why would you this? waste your life doing that? Well, I wait, studied I... musical theater. <laughs> your life's ridiculous. <laughs> carry on. I, to this day, I can't do jazz hands. My biggest regret. Um Ooh. But it was just, I did it because... I, I can do jazz hands really good. That's how I grab so many cocks in an orgy. <laughs> Carry on. No, I did it because I needed a way to move to New York. And I knew if I took that, I didn't like it. Okay, I'll tell you how to move to New York. <laughs> fucking Delta. <laughs> I was, you I just was, get on a Delta flight from fucking Schittsburg. I, <laughs> I know, you, t- you, see, you majored in mathematics. And I did. That was my I, plan. Because I, I couldn't crack away to find a direct flight to the most popular city in the world. So I took a degree. <laughs> I didn't have any money, so I thought... Oh, yeah, that was going to make you money. It was. That was going to make you money. A company paid me to move out there. It totally what, worked. What company paid you to move anywhere? We didn't New even, York Life. We didn't even pay you to move here. I know, but I was... Uh, New York Life? What is yeah. New York Life? Uh, it's an insurance, a life insurance company. You work for a life insurance company? Were they, u- were they using you as an experimental fucking model to see how long you'd live and they were just feeding you junk food? Like, wh- how how did a life insurance company... What did you do for them? I did their numbers, like financial modeling. Yeah, it sounds fishy to me. That sounds like Indian privilege to me. <laughs> You they're can't never, just say financial they're, modeling. They're, they're you know? never bringing in an Australian. They're never going, ah, oh, bring the Australian over so you can crunch some numbers on life insurance. <laughs> and I just show up like, oh, I'll fucking do a job, mate. This cunt looks a little bit fucking old. We'll give him $10 worth of life insurance. <laughs> anyway, so we did a story on America being number one. And we, that, did, we did take the part out about Australia, though, because mm-hmm. I, I think that that... There was there was a thing about yeah. why bagged in Australia. If, uh, we have refugees that are on boats that we send away because often we sort of say America's doing A, B, C, and D bad, and Australia hasn't got a great um, historical reputation. Um, genocide of the Aboriginals, and there was another race that we don't tell you about. 
Anyway, so <laughs> but we, we got rid of all of them and we keep it on the down low. Um, the Eskahuts. Oh, there's none of them left. There used to be 10 million and we went and fucked up the Eskahuts so badly. Anyway, they can't speak now. Um, Eskahut sounds real. It's a good one. Oh, they were for a time. Oh, shit. Really? Anyway. Kidding. All right. Yeah. What'd they look like? It sounds like go what, down this way. It sounds like what your racist <laughs> uncle calls yeah, Eskimos. Yeah, they're, they're Eskimos who makes rectangular fucking igloos. That's all they are. <laughs> Which was very hard in Australia. It's very hot. <laughs> anyway, so so what happened was the Eskahuts were gone, and so we bagged on Australia a little bit. And then we we talk about and I was done this in my stand up. How, how like who can quantify? Is that a word? Um, yes. Whether. What one country is better than the other country because every country has its pluses and minuses. America, and what does it matter? What does it matter? What does it matter that this whole idea of chanting, we're number one, we're number one, what does it get you as an individual? Where, when you are told that you're number one, does your life improve? It's- if all of a sudden Americans were told you're number two, would you be sad? Would you have less money in your bank account? Would your kids have rickets? What goes on? I think it's like the same thing with sports teams. Like you just want to be associated with something that's winning, especially if your life isn't going hey, well. Hey, look, you're always in the fucking playoffs. <laughs> you know, yeah, America's right like, up yeah, there. Yeah. It's right up there. You're always in the fucking playoffs. But you're not going to beat countries like fucking Denmark and Norway where everyone has health insurance and there's no homeless people and all that and type of bullshit. And, and their rate we- of happiness is high. Their <laughs> suicide rate is lower. I don't care what you say. Look, America has given me the most wonderful life in the world. I'm a multimillionaire. I have a beautiful family. I have a lovely big house. I drive a fucking lovely car. Do you want to know why? Because I'm a fucking success. And I say that in the nicest way possible. And many of you are driving Ford Explorers now and you're crying. But here's the deal, right? Uh, this, is, this is how I feel about America. It's great for a guy like me. It r- truly is. The land of opportunity. If you have something to give, if you can nail it, if you can nail the American dream, you will reach fucking brilliant heights. But the problem with America is this. There's no safety net. Mm -hmm. There's no health care. There's no housing. So if you fucking fail, you will be a legless cunt that's come back from the war with an American flag on your fucking wheelchair going, oh, it's still the best country in the world. And it isn't for those people. You don't take care of your lower class very well. And you can debate that with me all you want, but you just don't, right? You have the highest rate of fucking uh, illegal drug taking. You have 1% of your population is in prison. In the land of the free, you have the least amount statistically of free people. You might want to be angry in your car right now. You want to write to me right now and say that I'm a piece of shit, but what I'm saying are facts. Yeah. No, yeah, it's true. So uh, wood chucks, when they're hibernating in a car, <laughs> would just uh, be burning through more fat. So act trying two. Trying to keep their bodies warm act from Act two. Act two. We talked about. Wait, we about... didn't play the song. Oh, well, we don't have to play the song here. We can play. I, we can play. I think we can play a song if you want. The... I didn't write this song. Uh, Lucas wrote the song. Part of the show. Lucas wrote the yeah. song. Lucas Kavner. You talk about mm-hmm. it. One of our writers. Uh, so at the end of it, this uh, this piece, we kind of had it sitting around for a while. We, there was different times we were going to release this somewhere around Fourth of July and before that. And we had a, we were, different ways we were thinking of ending, it, and we thought it'd be funny to have a you know most of the patriotic songs are country for the most mm. part, and um, we thought it'd be funny uh, to have our own patriotic song about our country, but just that America's a country. Yeah, that's it. Not like number one or number two or. Whatever that, so. It's, it, as, I, as I said before, nothing wrong with being 
in America. America, I do believe, is the greatest country on the earth for um, some people and for but, other people. It's a terrible place. But you know what it is? Is that? But that's the world. The world is great. There's lovely pockets in the world of and greatness and depression and poverty and sadness. And like what we said in the piece was, go Bora Bora has to be the greatest place in the world because <laughs> it's fucking beautiful islands where you get given mai tais and someone rubs your fucking feet. But it's not good to live there all the time. It's like, can we really argue? that Cleveland is better than Birmingham, England. Birmingham, yeah. England sucks dicks. Cleveland sucks dicks. This is a fucking toss-up. I, I like right Birmingham, now. though. That's a, you know, but I will say... I what think, did you think about Cleveland? I think, mm, you know, <laughs> chandelier hanging in their streets. But they, uh, I will, if you haven't ever traveled, that's part of it. When you go to another country, the main thing is like to just say you're number one, you're better than any other country, and... And if someone else was like, oh, I really like our country, and they'd be like, no, fuck off, you're not the best. You, you mentioned Norway. We were there during that moment when Trump, the whole shithouse country he said, thing. He said, why don't we have more people from Norway and instead of we, these other shithole countries? We, 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 never, were there, we were there that day. We, we never that. released it, but I went around. We were going to do something digitally, but it just didn't work out. But I went around and interviewed people that night in Norway. We were in Gotham, not Gotham, uh, yeah, uh, not Gotham, that's Sweden. We were in a Trondheim, Norway. They were wearing and, some foreign and, outfit. <laughs> we There's probably a goat's head <laughs> we covered were, in fucking boomerangs. We were in Trondheim, Norway, which I think is like the STD capital of Norway, too. Ooh, but, uh, yeah. The, the STD capital of Norway. And I, All that healthcare still have an I, STD capital. Well, they no, get rid no, of it. No, they no, get rid no, of it. They get yeah. rid of it. Everyone's in remission. It. Yeah, they just get it, and then they get rid of it for free, so it's no problem. The, <laughs> But um, so I went around interviewing everybody and I said, what do you think about like, do, do you want to move to the United States? Because Trump wants more of you. And everyone was like, no, we don't want to leave here at all. Like we they're, they're the rich. They're like the richest nation in the world. Like that they're sovereign wealth and nor because of oil is like number one and they reinvested in it. And they anyway. no, but that's that's just a testament how like what how great America can be is like even with like all of the racism and everything in the news, like my family still is trying to actively come into this. Country. I, I, look, I look I look at the world as being one piece I'm a, I'm a big fan of like fucking there's good and bad and you know whatever Paul McCartney said in Ebony and Ivory <laughs> mm, I don't remember what he said <laughs> he said we all know that people are the same wherever you go there is good uh, and bad in everyone and then Stevie Wonder said what colour are you what colour am I and they all got confused oh well, I thought Michael Jackson was in that song <laughs> no no that's what's, a the one that, what's the one he does with Michael Jackson um, he does The Girl Is Mine The Girl Is Mine The Girl Is Mine and Say 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 with Michael Jackson I never liked the, the girl the, Mike, the, they go the gosh darn girl is yeah, mine it was like yeah, too the like gosh darn girl okay. they'd be like hey, hey fuck so there you. is a moment where in the God middle of the girl, girl the girl is mine where Paul McCartney and, Paul, and Michael Jackson start speaking to each other I don't think we can have to cut this out because it's not music they're just talking to each other yeah, you can talk about it. And, and, and Michael Jackson went, hey, Michael, you know, like, you know, like that girl's mine, you know. Michael's, that girl's mine. And he goes, hey, Paul, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's what, that's what Michael Jackson said. Hey, Paul, not a fighter. He goes, well, you know, you know, I've been dating this girl a little bit. You know, I really want to go. And he, oh, no, Paul, you can't date her. And then they go, the girl is mine. And they start singing. Mm. That was yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson's like I, just, I fuck kids. Doesn't yeah, matter. So, yeah. I don't feel like, like Paul McCartney's just like I marry every woman I meet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a joke when Paul McCartney got engaged to um, Heather Mills, the the woman with one leg. Right, and I was living in Britain at the time, and I said when he proposed to her, he went down on one knee, which was his nickname for her. <laughs> Real cool. I never get to use that joke. I had that joke for like three weeks. And I was like, that joke's gold. 
One knee. He went down on one knee, people. <laughs> she had one leg that was cut off at the knee and he proposed to her. Can you imagine how good that joke is? Paul McCartney went down on one knee, which was his nickname for her. Enjoy. Don't crash your Ford Explorer. (laughs) I know you're having a wonderful time. I know you're sitting in your car right now going, I hate the comments that Jim has made about America, but we need genius like this to stay in the country. I I don't get the joke, though. How does, how's the joke? I don't get it. Because she was Asian. One knee is an Asian name. Oh. No. Oh, okay. So the next... What was, what was the next act? Uh, the next act, uh, we talked about um, Paul McCartney and uh, his wife's... Nope. The toxic okay. masculinity. Okay. Toxic this, masculinity. That next act, I, we I should just, just let it be. Am I right? Act two, toxic masculinity. We talked about uh, basically. Um, Talk about Terry Crews. Well, that's uh, how we got into it, and then it was more about like uh, the roles being defined as. Well, this is a good reason we have Sue on here. So we have a, a female, a female take on what we're talking about. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! This is all new information for me. <laughs> Sue is a female. It's, it's as as the Me Too Sometimes. movement. Ah, uh, oh, Sue, I adore you. Thanks, Jack. You're all right. <laughs> Jack, stop taking photos of me with yeah, dude, How many photos are you going to take, Jack? Yeah, how many do you need? How many, how many do you need of like a fat guy drinking out of... I've got like a comedy central fucking filtrated cup that I've been given that I got candy from from some comedy central party. <laughs> anyway. Jack's sure got a lot of photos of that empty glass. <laughs> oh, God. What, is your wife still here? All right. I just feel like your confidence got risen up too quickly. Um, so I think the gist of the piece and, uh, it, it was uh, that we tried to do was that, was that, you know, with, uh, as the Me Too movement has progressed or is going on, that it's not so much clearly defined, like what, uh, how a man is supposed to be masculine, that the rules yeah. aren't really defined for a man as they're being defined for women, like more clearly now. And so that was kind of like the entry into the piece, I feel like. Right. I mean, I would, yeah. Yeah. So, Jim's checked out. <laughs> I, I was just waiting to see how vital I was to this podcast. I was literally in my brain going, "How long can I check out before they really need me?" I mean, and it didn't. Be- it didn't take that fucking long. We don't. I was need gonna. You, but I was gonna wait minutes before I came back in. Isn't Look- that right, Jessica? Um, look, we could do the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I don't think people want to hear that, though. All right, so, no, yeah, no. I, you take over the lead spot. Okay. This is a good part of the that podcast. That was my impression that's, of Jim right there. That's a, that's a drink sound, Jack. <laughs> I'm also Jack. scaring off some South American people with my rattlesnake thing. I don't know. That was racist. I have no idea. <laughs> Wasn't as racist as the cave thing. I mean, that was super racist. <laughs> what the Taiwanese cave? <laughs> name me a, name like a country, a country no that doesn't have caves. What I'm saying is, people, that doesn't have a cave. Let's the th- cave Saudi is the Arabia. thing that unites us all. Saudi Arabia doesn't have caves. Saudi Arabia, the Middle East has caves. That's how we fucking lost Bin Laden. <laughs> They're all caved up. That's their whole jam. 
Egypt. Caved up. <laughs> they have tombs which are very similar to fucking motherfucking caves. No, a tomb is not a cave, though. A tomb is man-made. I can name you several countries that don't have tombs. I can do that all day. Australia is a tombless country, but we are caved the fuck out. Name it. I don't think anyone's ever said tombless, by the way, ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Name me a country without caves. We all have caves. It's the one thing that unites us all. Okay, I, I got it. The Vatican City. Isn't that a country? Isn't that isn't, isn't that like its own country? I hate you. No caves. <laughs> I hate that. You, no, that maybe. I got to tell a quick little story. Natural caves. I'm going to tell you a quick little story. Man, my parents. My parents been married for uh, 48 years. Oh, I'm a bit old. 49 years because my brother's 48, and I'm 41. And my parents have been married for 48 years. I'm 41, and my parents have hated each other for 41 years. And uh, so one time. I asked my parents to tell me the engagement story because they actually met. They're both Australians and they met in London as backpackers and they decided to travel around a little bit, you know, together. And so after about four months, my father proposed to my mother. Why? I don't know. Anyway, so what happened was I said, where did you propose to my mother? And she goes, she goes, we went and visited the Vatican and then afterwards, we were sitting in a gutter, like the gutter of the road, uh, the curb of the road, deciding where we would go. And then your father turned to me and said, what do you reckon we should probably get married? Right? That was the proposal, right? Romantic. I know. And then, and then my dad said, I don't remember that. And then mum goes, remember we went to the Vatican? And my father went, the Vatican? She goes, in Rome. And then my dad went, the Vatican. The Vatican. He goes... Oh, it had that pizza place that solved a really thin crust. Oh, my God. <laughs> so my father remembers everything from food that he's eaten. He went and saw the Sistine Chapel. He saw fucking God and Adam about to touch their fucking fingers. And my father remembers it because over the road, there was a pizza with a thin crust that he enjoyed. I mean, the thing I took away from the Grand Canyon was the hot dogs at the gift shop. So <laughs> that was my favorite part. Depends where you put them. <laughs> oh, God. <If> you want... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyways, toxic masculinity. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. another good segue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this Grand Canyon, you could throw a few hot dogs up. Anyway, so toxic masculinity. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. We talked about it. I don't know where we talked about it. The... Fuck that. Then we talked to Bill Burr. You don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. I'm, 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 I'm ten minutes away from a wee, and that means edit the podcast, <laughs> right? So, so, Great. so All then right. we talked to well, we so. talked to my friend and yours, friend of the show, first person to do a double interview, Mr. Bill Burr. Maybe, maybe, arguably, I'd say it's fair to say. I, it's my personal opinion, the greatest comedian in the world. Zuba likes him better than you. The greatest comedian. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I don't. Who do you think's better? I don't. Bell. No, wait, 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 wait. I don't. I don't consider myself to be the greatest comedian in the world. I'm I know, just, but Sue always like, oh my god, Bill I'm so just the best comic from Bora Bora. She goes all the time. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When have I ever sat up in the writers' room and gone, I'm the greatest comedian in the world? Yeah, he doesn't say that. So now, tell us who you think's better. The answer is last Thursday. Just tell us who you think I was better, coked Suba. up on Thursday. <laughs> Super. So, hey, Suba, 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 rank the top five comics in the world. Yeah, there you go. 
Absolutely not. Do it. Hey, do on. it. I can do tell it. you. Do Peters it. Peters first, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he does jokes yeah. about people with white <laughs> shoes being Persian. Okay. I, I can tell you my uh, top four favorites. Okay. Um, In order? Well, Bill Burr is my top favorite. Oh, of course, uh, of course, of course. Of course, of course, we're going to have to clean this chair afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, carry on. <laughs> and then, well, I'm not going to include you because you're my boss. And that's no, you can include me. If, if no, you're, no, you, you should include if, Jeff. If you're, if you're yeah, fair yeah. about it, Top I wouldn't four. want you to lie. I definitely, if you put me at number one, you can fuck off. If you put me in the top three, I'll be offended because I feel like, oh, it's just because I'm seeing it. But if you put me four or five, I'll fucking take it, man. And you can't put Louis C.K. anymore because he never wanked in front of you. And you, I know you have some regret about that. <laughs> that was right. why I got into comedy All at right, 17. Top four. You got Bill like, Number one, <laughs> um, Bill, I love. Uh, but here's here's the thing. Oh, I didn't. God. No, 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 no. Wow, well, you're my favorite Indian female comedian. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Take that, Aparna. I think there's two of us. Okay, so you have Bill Burr number one. <laughs> Maybe I'll just say my two favorite. I yeah. like Maria Bamford. <laughs> I like Maria Bamford yeah. as well. Yeah, she's wonderful. Um, Bill, Maria, and then. After that, I guess like because I'm. This is all just specials I watched when I was like younger. I didn't discover you until later. That was. The oh thing. no, you didn't discover me until fucking episode thirty of this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, no, I. Um, just put you up number four. Don't, yeah. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> Real cool. Super. It's fine. <laughs> it goes. It goes. It goes. Fucking yeah. Bill Burr. Well, it's weird to look. Maria at Banford. <laughs> Eddie Ift. <laughs> I can't like look you in the face and be like, "Oh yeah, you're in my top." That's weird, you know. Um, I I like Richard Pryor, George Carlin, and whatever. I don't know what's fucking yeah. wrong with you. There's so many great comics that have fucking lived. The fact that you, I like Maria Banford. She might make my top twenty, but you put her in yeah. the top two. She's trying to get him scared. She's like, "I was at an open mic the other night. There's this guy up and comer." Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. Kevin from Indiana. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? There's so many great comics you could have listed. Um. <laughs> well. Okay, so that's that part's over. Yes. Other show. Uh, Jim, did you enjoy the interview with Bill? I thought it went well. I, I did enjoy the interview oh with God. Bill. Bill did that thing where he's like, hey, another fucking foreign person telling us about your fucking country, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, I did, and I, I did sit there going, yeah, I understand the, the, not the hatred, the, the pushback that I was getting from Bill. And then, and then it's like, you know, I got to do a TV show. I got to fill fucking 24 minutes every fucking week. Yeah. You know, and... Um, and then it was a weird thing because me and Bill, I think I, I look. I'm saying this from my point of view, but I feel like we have respect for each other. And then I just said to him at one stage of the interview, I don't because the, the interview was like ten minutes. We'll edit it down to four, so you're going to miss out on a lot. And I did say to him, I went, I went. When everyone tries to ask me what Bilbo's like, I always say he's going to make a great eighty year old. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, and and now, but that was the good part of the interview. Is like I don't think. I think if somebody interviews you or somebody interviews, interviews Bill, for the most part, they're going to try and agree with you because your guys are too strong, your personalities, and you're, you're too like, we funny and We kind of just like, roasted yeah. each other. Yeah, so I think normally bit. people are just going to agree with you guys or just kind of sit back. But it was fun to see him like push at you, and then you yeah. push back and push back, and it was like fun to see that because it's like you guys are st obviously you're still friends, you both respect each other, and it went well. It was just fun to see because I don't think that you guys get that most. Of no one's gonna come at you hard. It, and, it's and, also yeah. it's also the funny thing is that 
afterwards, I come back after the show and then I come to Bill's dressing room, which is the room we're in right now. And and I went to Bill and we it, we simultaneously went, was that all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he shook his other hand like, was that okay? Did I make you happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because it's like I knew you were going to say that and he, that, that, I saw him too on the way and he goes, that was okay, right? I was, everybody was, I was like, yeah, it was great. And, and I, was, I walked like, off and I said to my assistant, I said, is that okay? My real assistant, not Jack. Anyway... So anyway, that interview went good. I got to piss soon, so let's fucking wrap this up. Do I have to read an ad? There's no ad today. Get a back shaver. Emodium. <laughs> um, Buy Emodium. I will never take a cent from the people at Emodium. You make a fine product. Every time I shit myself too much, I take your product and too I much. feel Is better. There a right amount. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. Cynthia, what do you, do you have anything you want to sell? Act four. Act four, so Act four, a World Cup wrap up. Act four all happened because we were doing World Cup wrap up, and I was I sent a tweet out or something about this. But it's every time I was watching the World Cup, there was like they just cut to like hot girls in the stand, hot girls in the stand, hot girls in the stand, and they could do that because India wasn't in the World Cup. <laughs> hey, we won Miss Universe. <laughs> oh, I'm dating a girl that's half Indian. It was I'm making. Did you win Miss Universe? We we do a lot, but oh, mostly, your country, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, no. that would have changed a lot of things. <laughs> The office. I, I, I get done waiting because often Suba comes into the office with a sash and I wonder why and I never ask enough questions. Now, we do, we do a thing where we do a table read. At the end of the table read, and this is a new thing that I've started, that I've started at the end we have scripts and I sign scripts and give them to random people so they can take them home. I think you started it today. No, no, really? this is number four, three or four. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did not. I gave one to Curtis. Oh, okay. My first one was to there was I think my first one was to Kevin, and it was just like I signed it, and handed it over to him. Like, this sounds good. And then Kevin came to me today, and he goes, "Oh, you didn't write a message because <laughs> you didn't write a message." To yeah, Kevin. and then I then I wrote one to Curtis. Curtis was like, "You're a tall man in person and in my heart, yeah. right?" And I wrote that sort of thing. And then what did I write in your script today? Yeah, write the script of your dreams. <laughs> Yeah, write the script that's in your in heart. heart yeah. That's in your heart. And I want you to do that too. Right? <laughs> I mean that on a real yeah. spiritual and emotional level. <laughs> you, Because, you know, I feel like because I've worked with you for so long, I haven't seen the best you. And <laughs> I, believe, I believe you have good in you. I haven't seen it, but I'm encouraging <laughs> for it to come out, Suba. You just come out like a gay man. Who has been working on a ranch, right? Who now wants to just have dicks in every fucking hole? That is how I see your soul. You are a, you are a dickless ranch worker who knows. Wait, wait, wait. I know that all your metaphoric holes need to be filled with fucking dicks of love, and that's why I look at you and say, "Suba, write the script that is in your heart." Because I know it's going to be beautiful. It's going to involve... Because you wrote a great cum joke this week. You did. <laughs> that was all on you. All that cum was on you. Now, the joke, not well, the actual what cum. cum. What was the cum joke you it wrote? It was for the America number one piece, but it didn't make oh, it. Oh, cut it out. Because yeah. America's number one... Oh, God. America's number one in porn. So I said that also means we're number one in body positivity because we celebrate categories. And like. that's why you're your parents are proud. <laughs> you're not letting her finish a joke, Jim. She didn't get to the cum part. <laughs> Keep coming at me. 
Just like a man. Toxic masculinity. It's all coming together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my big is that I shouldn't have slapped Forrest in the head with my dick. I mean, say your thing. So you said something that's coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just... a lot of edits in this one. Okay. <laughs> I want no edits. <laughs> It was just about celebrating big, beautiful women with fistfuls of cum. With, I love the term fists full of cum. Yeah. And so you have a degree in how mathematics. Do you, how, do you, how, did that, how does that play into this? How do you hold fists full of cum? Well, that's where the math comes in, because you have to find the right parabola so it doesn't... Oh. <laughs> parabola. She's dropping parabolas. Oh, there. I've always had my palabra thrown out. I once fucked a girl, and it fucked up my palabra, and I had to go into traction. Yeah, you don't have a parabola. You're a man. Not anymore. Okay. Because <laughs> of toxic masculinity. <laughs> well, so, I know I've got my microphone like I'm Liam Gallagher right now. Okay, so Jim, act four. Let's wrap it up. We did a World Cup thing and Forrest was on camera. Tell us your little story. I don't care about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit that I was on camera. Though. Forrest is desperate to tell everyone that he's on camera. I'm not at all. I'm trying camera. to go the format of the Here podcast. Here we go. <laughs> Forrest has a story. Please tell your story. I mean, you should have seen him after the tape, You wouldn't shut up about it. Oh, you trying to come oh, at me? Oh, yeah, right. oh, oh, <laughs> oh, in rehearsal... <laughs> Forrest was going up to people like, oh, that line, there's a good line read, right? There's a good line read. <laughs> really? Uh, why did I sound like that, with that accent? No, I just did it in a normal voice. No. Veronica, tell Forrest to fuck off. <laughs> Anyways, our act four was about uh, woodchucks. Um, they and how much can a woodchuck, woodchuck, We chuck. cut that out, so you won't see it. There's no act four this week. Anyway, so Forrest was in it. We did a thing about there being hot girls in the stands. No act four. <laughs> We cut, right. we cut it out. We cut out the act four. Good night, Australia. I don't have to listen to this bullshit. You can all go fuck yourselves. All right. Go crash your explorers and then blame your fucking poor husbands. Good night, everyone. All right. So, uh, Suba, do you want anything you want to promote? <laughs> no. Just anything. Just say your social media. You can follow me on Twitter at at Suba, S-U-B-H-A. H <laughs> at Instagram, it's the same thing with another A on the end. Yeah, what is that? Subahaha. It Terrible. Was... <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I'm at Forrest Shaw with two R's. Thanks to everybody that's watched or read in my special, and I don't care that some people don't like it. I just don't care. I'm glad you watched it. You paid the money. Tough shit. You can't get it back. Don't. Um, but for the rest of you who haven't seen it, it's great. So you should run it. <laughs> that's All the that's links. a good way to advertise. Yeah, it's called Just start with a negative review. <laughs> and Jim's uh, gone. Uh, super sober podcast today. So if if there's a topic you want to talk about, tweet us to at Jeffrey Show. We, there was some questions on the podcast group we didn't get to. We'll get to them next week, I guess. But the Jim Jeffrey Show podcast group, it's going well, right, Kelly? When you say, yeah, the questions should be better though. They're not good. The questions. Yeah, well, you know, people are disappointing, so. Um, Please subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't know why we say that every time. They're already listening. (laughs) Doesn't even make sense. Yeah. (laughs) This has been a Comedy Central podcast.